Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Strategic Wealth Strategies Podcast with our host, Alan Porter. Alan, how are you, man? What's going on? Doing great, doing great. Got a good friend of mine, a very knowledgeable man today, Don Graves. Uh, we're going to learn a lot of stuff from Don today. Oh, absolutely. I got the opportunity to chat with him as well and such amazing information. Don Graves, thanks for stopping by. And we're going to talk reverse mortgages on Strategic Wealth Strategies Podcast. How are you, Don? Fantastic. Thank you both for having me. All right. So we're going to just jump into something. We, we uh, kind of broke down the origin on another podcast and people could check it out with Neil Haley and Don Graves. But this one here is we're really going to focus in on his business, reverse mortgages. What is reverse mortgage and how does it work? <laughs> a reverse mortgage is, if you're not careful, it's a good way to get beat up at the barbecue. <laughs> Last time you mentioned reverse mortgages, what happened? Three people went under the table, three people left the table and your Aunt Janie made a shank out of a plastic knife and fork and came after you. It's just dangerous, Alan Porter, to mention reverse mortgages. But I remind people, reverse mortgages started in America in 1961, became part of the federal government in 1988. What are they? They're federally insured loans for those aged 62 years or older that allows them to convert a portion of their home's value, turn it into tax-free dollars without giving up ownership, coming off title, having to make a monthly payment, or ever owing more than the home was worth at the end. A reverse mortgage simply is four words, I-J-A-M. It's just a mortgage. It's just a mortgage, folks. It's not spooky. It's not new. It's not dangerous. It's just a mortgage. Wow. And then that's so, so important. It's just a mortgage. And a lot of people think it's your, you know, you're going to talk more about the benefits and everything. How are benefits determined, Don? Sure. When, and that, Neil, that's a great question. So I asked people, I said, Mr. And Mrs. Flintstone, have you ever gotten a, a home equity line of credit? Said, oh, yes. A home equity loan? Yes. I said, how did the bank or lender determine how much money you got? They said, well, I don't know. I said, let me tell you. Um, they looked at a geometric shape called a square. And they looked at four points, your income, your assets, your credit score, and your debt ratio. And based off of that, they say, here's the interest rate we're going to give you. And here's the dollar amount. The reverse mortgage, the federally insured home equity conversion mortgage, HECM, doesn't look at a square. Alan, it looks at a triangle. It looks at the age of the youngest borrower. So it's actuarially based. The older you are, the more money you can get. In every state except Texas, uh, everyone has to, one person has to be 62. The other person only has to have reached the age of 18. So age of the youngest borrower, number two, value of the property. And number three, the future projected interest rate. Those three things go into a formula, a number comes back, and that goes in the middle of our triangle. That's your benefit amount. Now, a reverse mortgage must be a first mortgage. That's why many people use it. So underneath the base of the triangle, we just drew age, value of the home, current interest rate. We're going to subtract any outstanding loan balances that you have against your property, pay that off from the, begin, um, the, the money in the reverse mortgage, and what's left over is called a line of credit. So, Neil, the answer is age, value of the home, interest rate equals benefit amount. Yeah. Well, Don, you, you answered one of my questions about the age, but how can you use the proceeds from this HECM? Alan, that's such a loaded question. You know that. You, you, just, you just threw Babe Ruth a softball up there. Now, now I've got to have all types of restraint on because they're 52 strategies to using a reverse mortgage 52 i'll give you one that's most common and um a, a 
lady is retiring, Neil Allen, husband and wife, and they have um, $600,000 in savings and they have a $600,000 home. But their home has a mortgage on it. They got that mortgage at age 55 and they've got a $200,000 mortgage. Now they're retiring and they're saying, gosh, we need our income. We need our, everything has to work in sync. But I've got this mortgage payment of $2,000 a month. If I could get rid of that, would that make a difference for my retirement income? So the number one way in America people use a reverse mortgage is to get rid of an existing monthly mortgage payment. That's the number one way. Why is that important? Well, think about it. I'm in retirement and I can get rid of a mortgage payment, principal and interest of $2,000 a month. Oh my gosh, that changes everything. That changes how much money I have to take out from my qualified plans, my annuities, my cash value life insurance, or my income. That means the money I do have can last significantly longer, but it also means I can weather the storms that come in retirement. Inflation, future tax rates, market volatility, market returns, spending shocks, length of life, you name it. Now I've got a way to weather it. So Alan, I would say that's really the, the number one way is to get rid of an existing monthly mortgage payment. The number two way are the people I just got off the phone with that went a little long here. They've got a million dollars in investable assets. They've got Social Security and a pension, but now they're concerned. Is that going to be enough given all the things that can erode retirement? And I said to them, what if we could turn your home into a $200,000 reserve that's currently growing at about 8%? And I showed them that. And I said, what could you do if you had this reserve, this standby? Man, that opened up a ton of conversation. And it grows tax-free. Absolutely. Proceeds from a loan are not taxable income. And isn't that important? That, um, Alan, you think, and, and I know what you do. Now, a lot of people don't understand the impact of, of having too much money, Um how it impacts your social security oh yeah and or, or you get to a certain age 73 and you and you have to take out required minimum distributions but now you take out what i call rmd plus that can yeah. move you to a whole different tax bracket you can go to 12 to 14 or 14 to 22 or whatever and i said what if we could control we could use your home's equity to control the amount of taxable income you have coming in so we can e either keep you in the same tax bracket lower your tax bracket, would that be something that would make sense to you? What if we could take the, the million dollars you have in, in a qualified plan and use some of the strategies you talk about, Alan Porter, uh, using a Roth conversion, but instead of paying the taxes from the asset itself, we pay the taxes from the growing reverse mortgage line of credit. And we model that. And people's hair will catch on fire. You can see what happened to me over my 24 years. I've lost it all, all the times it caught on fire, Neil. So anyway, let me let me stop there. Well, uh, other two, Don, what you're doing is you're creating another bucket of money that you can use in your retirement. And people Absolutely. understand, you know, they say, well, I've got a lot of money in retirement. I said, it's not how much money you have in mm -hmm. retirement. It's how much money you have after taxes. That's right. That's right. There, but, there are three... Yeah, go ahead, Alan. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, you've already answered the other question about the age age requirement. Mm -hmm. uh, There's just so many things you can do. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, you know, and it's just it's it's simply as as Alan talked about, it's not your assets, it's your income after retirement. 
So if you can figure out ways using things that of the reverse mortgage, getting that and taking that line of credit and utilizing it in other types of investments that you can get as, as income after retirement, your income will increase a lot more and you're not going to be stuck if you have a mortgage and that's at assets because you're going to be again, uh, taxed, um, with Medicare and what Alan was talking about before. So really you got to look at, they'll look at if your assets could hurt you long-term versus income that if it's not taxable, that will not be hurt in the process of looking at your income. And yeah. so it's really, really interesting, right, Alan? Absolutely. Yeah. And that's why I look at everything that you get as if you better put it in some sort of, of a process that is investable, that you're not going to get hit towards in your retirement, especially when people are going to retire as older, as, as early as they were before. And they're going to have to have this money and they're going to have to live on it. And they're going to have to figure out entrepreneur ways or great investable experts like yourself, uh, Don and Alan. If work with Don and Alan, then you could be in good shape because you better start thinking about that now uh, uh, before you could be in cost saying, oh, I got my retirement 401k and it's not going to do anything for you in the long term. It's going to be hard to live off that in retirement. Uh, so you talked about the certain age, again, to be eligible. How do you become involved in reverse mortgages, Don? In terms of what? Unpack that for my Kentucky brain, please. Okay. So it, how do we become, how can we get a reverse mortgage? Sure. And so the for the consumer, for those who may be listening, the first thing you want to do is get some education. And that's what I do most. And I've I'm in my 24th year of doing reverse mortgages. And in that time, I've had about 16,000 consumer-facing conversations. And about 3,000 people went forward to become my clients. And that tells us two things. Number one, that I've talked to a lot of people. Number two, I've told a lot of people that this is not the right thing for you to do. So education is essential. And I don't know if I can, I, I've created a master class that's educational in nature. I can certainly give the website or you can put it in the show notes, whatever um, you want to prefer, uh, prefer, but get some education. After the education, um, certainly because this is what I do for a living for 24 years, I would say schedule a consultation. Um, most of my business comes through financial advisors. So Alan, um, talk to Alan and schedule a consultation because this is not a standalone product. This is a paradigm by which we're going to help develop and incorporate this into a comprehensive, holistic retirement income plan, and you want to do that with a financial advisor. Only 16% of retirees have a financial advisor and a written financial plan, but the truth is those that do will do better in retirement. So make sure um, you connect with Alan, and then we'll help you as a part of that to go step by step. But start with education, and then number two, get a consultation. And if you say, this is for me, then we do what's called an origination. That's a lending term. That means we start the process. What are some common misunderstandings? Don, we had a ton of conversation about that when you're on my show, but what are some common misunderstandings of reverse mortgages? You went to your cousin Tracy's barbecue and Uncle Junebug came out of her spare bedroom and everybody said, Uncle Junebug, what, what's going on? You live in Tracy's? And he said, oh Yeah. And he said this, he says, I got that reverse mortgage and I lost my house. And everybody at the barbecue kneeled and Alan said, oh my gosh, I knew it. I knew it. And, and before you know it, they'd gone down 
to the Piggly Wiggly and told everybody down there on Sunday they were at the Deacons meeting before church and Rotary Club. And for, by the end of the week, everybody knew someone who knew someone who had an uncle somewhere got a reverse mortgage and lost his house. And they say, Don, what do you say about that? I said, it's absolutely true. It's absolutely true. They said, what? You're taking old people's houses. I said, now he didn't tell you the whole truth. See, the whole truth, there are four requirements to get a reverse mortgage. Live in the property, at least one of the, the spouse. Take care of it. Keep insurance in force and pay your property-related taxes. See, Uncle Junebug hadn't paid his taxes in four years. That doesn't make a good story. That So people hear these um, 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 stories and they say, oh my gosh. So the common misconception, number one, is you can lose your house. You can get a reverse mortgage and you can lose your house. No, live in the house, pay your taxes, keep insurance in force, and take care of the property. Number two, the bank owns the home. The bank does not own a home. I-J-A-M, it's just a mortgage. It's a lien against the property. The bank doesn't own the home. You can sell, move, do whatever you want. The second biggest misconception. So those two kind of permeate. You can lose the home. Um, the bank owns the home. You can get put out of the home. No, 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 no. Do the things that you're already doing and tell the truth about it. So those are your common, and I would say one for Alan Porter and, and this group, because the folks who listen to this podcast will be, um, I would say, the, the, the mass affluent baby boomers are above, that the reverse mortgage is only those who are house rich and cash poor. It's not for me. Nothing could be further from the truth. The people I talked about earlier had a million dollars, had a pension and social security, and they and I said to them, most of my clients don't need a reverse mortgage. They want one when they discover what it can do to enhance the rest of their retirement. But very folks, very few folks need it. And so um, I don't know how much time I have, but those are the common misconceptions. The spectrum of people who get a reverse mortgage uh, range from the house rich cash poor. That's certainly appropriate. But I had a man that had $45 million in assets. Um, look at a reverse mortgage. Another fellow retired CEO of a multinational pharmaceutical company um, did a reverse mortgage. He had $5 million in investable assets. I don't have time to unpack all the strategies, but each one of these folks said, you know what? I'm going to leverage my housing wealth so I can get more of something over here. Alan, I guess it's your question. You're on mute, Alan. Alan, you're on mute. All right. So uh, we'll, we'll keep, we're, again, we're talking. Uh, there it is. Okay. I'm Don sorry. Graves. Okay. Go ahead, Alan. With your I'm sorry. Question. Don, you, you, you've answered a lot of my questions already. But one of the things that I find when I talk to people about reverse mortgages, I mean, these people are millionaires. Their houses are paid for. I've got one guy right down the block. But he relies on his financial advisor that's been with him for years. Mm -hmm. And his advisor told him, well, not to do this. So I asked him, I said, what's his, what's his thinking about this? I mean, this is tax-free money. And it's financial advisors out there that aren't educated in the process. Now, we don't make any money off this, and like I tell people, but I know what it does, and I know the benefits of it. And I have teams of specialists on my team, besides top CPAs and uh, uh, attorneys, and other special in the field, just mm -hmm. like you, Dom, that know the advantages of these. And that's why I want people to talk with you. Sure. 
Sure. A lot of financial advisors. I remember when I was growing up, my mom went to the chiropractor and she swore by the chiropractor. If you had a cold, if you had a mosquito bite, just go to chiropractor. But in those days, in the 60s, I mean, that was like going to the witch doctor. They're going to put leeches on you. And it, I mean, the um, insurance companies wouldn't cover chiropractic medicine. But now it's as common as every day. Once we got past the spooky and the dangerous and this is weird, not so. When, when you don't know what you don't know, you're a dangerous person. You're a dangerous person. The doctor, most financial advisors are great people. And I say to them, you don't have time to understand reverse mortgages. You're, you're a family physician or you, you're a, um, a surgeon and you do hip replacements and knee replacements. You don't have time to learn about delivering babies or separating conjoined twins or these other things. But you have to be open to know that the latest things that are helping comprehensively um, in retirement income planning, this has great track record. What happens when financial thought leaders and academics say um, from MIT, from Cambridge, from Texas Tech, from Stanford, from Ohio State University, from the American College. Um, what happens when you have the academic community, FINRA, the SEC, other regulators say that housing wealth should be incorporated as a part of, of a responsible retirement income plan? When you've got papers and PhDs and academics after ac academics in the financial planning world saying this is important, well, two things that one could be arrogance. Well, that's not for me and my clients. Another could be ignorance. <laughs> You're just not going to make time to learn about it. Or listen, I take the approach that you don't have time to learn about it. Give me seven minutes and allow me to share with you some things that others in the financial planning community are doing. And that's what I do. Hey, Neil, Alan, I take advisors and from, from net negative to net neutral and then over to positive because every advisor I met, and I've been doing 24 years, nobody knew about it nor liked it when I first started. Now, oh, we've got we've got history and we've got science and metrics on our side, Alan, don't we? Uh, we know, oh, we know, know what housing wealth can do when used in a responsible way. And, and Don, right. here's the thing. Uh, you know, people tell me, well, they're financial advisors, give them all their financial tax advice. But here's the other thing, too. Um, you know, I said, everybody has their opinion. I have my opinion. Mm -hmm. But I, I, I rely on the people, the PhDs in retirement, mathematical, economic, and, and uh, scientific facts. This is what I base my proposals on and the experts in the field, not some opinion of some financial advisor. Right, right. And so the the experts and the leaders have spoken about reverse mortgages. That's indisputable these days and helping folks to move forward. So that's why I start with education. There's no harm in getting education and learning and then consultation, 52 strategies. I don't know what type of retirement a person envisions. The folks I spoke to earlier today, they had a home and I said, they didn't have a mortgage on their property. That's rare, but I asked them, do you pay homeowner's insurance? They said, oh, yes, of course. I said, you don't have to. So why do you do it? I said, I do as well, but why do you do it? You've got a million dollars. They said, well, things could happen. And I said, the Society of Actuaries, Neil, said that the probability that someone over the age of 65 will have any type of catastrophic home damage is less than 2%. I said, but you're willing to pay, these folks pay $4,000 a year to do that for the next 10, 20, 30 years or something that probably won't happen. 
But now you're living in an insurance policy. You can turn your home into an insurance policy to insure your retirement. So when I showed them that we could start at 200000 and end up at a million dollars with a growing line of credit that can be accessed tax-free anytime for any reason, cannot be frozen, capped, canceled, or reduced. And I said, what difference could that make in what you're trying to accomplish? You're already paying for insurance that you don't need <laughs> for your home because you got a million dollars. You're probably never going to use that or need it. But with terms of retirement income, all the things that are, could coming in the world, all the uncertainty, they got it. They understood it. And they're moving forward. So get education. Neil, where do you start? Start with education. Education is the most important thing. And Don, is there a place we can find information on you and stuff? Sure. You can. I teach a masterclass, www.housingwealthmasterclass.com. Real simple, housingwealthmasterclass.com. Go there, watch it, write down your questions, draw. Watch the first seven minutes. You say, this is not for me. There's an exit ramp. But get the knowledge, get the information. Most people are sitting on uh, the average baby boomer in America. The U.S. Census Bureau said this, 68% of the total wealth of the average baby boomer in America is in their home, yep. in their homes. And so I have to watch how I say this. I said this at the at the Baptist church in the deacons meeting. I said, um, Miss Jones, you're sitting on you're sitting on a big asset right there. And they didn't understand what I said. And I had to apologize. But there's a big asset that people people are sitting on it. Alan and Neil, watch where you say that at. But if at a minimum, if you had money in a bank account somewhere and someone said to you, Hey Neil, someone died and they left you the contents of their safe deposit box. The president of a bank, you knew the bank. He said, here's the key. Would you go and at least know what's in there? Yeah. Absolutely. So I'm saying that 87% of Americans, Alan, um, have been are, have a safety safe deposit box, their home, and has something in it. Whether they use it or not, they should know what's in there for their benefit. That's all I'm saying. Get the knowledge. Learn what you have. Learn how to use it with a skilled financial advisor. Um, and I can't recommend anyone high, higher than my good friend, Alan Porter. Awesome. Alan, any other questions for Don? Well, Don, I, I appreciate everything you said because it's all about education. You can't get too much of it. Yes, sir. And people understand there's over $9 trillion of home equity for people in retirement right now. That's sitting there it's untouched. It's huge. It's ginormous. So it's the, it's the part of our education to explain that reverse mortgages, cash value, life insurance, annuities are the way to go in investing. And people all are, and the financial advisors are attacking all three of those products. True or false? I'll leave that to Alan to answer. Yeah. Well, they attack them because they don't know about them, Neil. They're, they're not educated. They're looking at numbers versus longevity. And the other thing, they get paid a fee whether you make money or not. So then they can't be selling something they're not getting a fee on. So there you go. It's, it's all about it's all about it. So I appreciate it. But you can also contact Alan at strategic wealth the number zero at gmail.com or call him at 910-551-1046. Appreciate it, Alan. Thanks, Don. Thank, Thank you, Don. You. Thank all you. right. That was the strategic wealth strategies podcast, guys. Take care. <laughs>